Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have tremendous news for you. Bet Online continues to get it done. You'll find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game treads at Bet Online, the number one source for all your sports betting this season, from MMA, UFC to the upcoming baseball season, pro and college basketball, and the NFL conference title games and Super Bowl. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, it truly is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head on over to web, uh, the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag. It's where the game starts. Folks, you know, here at the ML Sports Platter, we pride ourselves on talking about a little of everything in the world of sports. There may be off-seasons for your favorite leagues and teams, but there's no downtime. Free agent signings, coaching changes, draft picks, and more mean there are always stories to tell. I learned so much about sports reporting and storytelling during my time at St. Bonaventure University, including how to find the most interesting stories, as SBU has that long-standing reputation for future journalist training. And you probably know the alumni by now from St. Bonaventure, like Woj, Donna DeTota, Mike Vaccaro, and I'm just lucky enough to be included in the group as I tell you about St. Bonaventure University and their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism program. In fact, it's an entirely online degree option that builds podcasting, interviewing, and research skills needed in a changing media landscape as students learn how to follow high professional standards as they tell nuanced stories about the sports we love. You don't need to have any writing or broadcasting experience to start this program, just a passion for the profession. And SBU doesn't require an application fee or a GRE or a GMAT score. How about that? It makes it really easy to apply. Students complete this program in less than two years while learning important lessons in sports journalism from experienced faculty and accomplished alums. Contact an enrollment advisor today at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com to learn more about St. Bonaventure's online sports journalism program, sbujournalism.com. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by our great friends at Welch & Company Jewelers, Chick-fil-A of Cicero & Clay, and Stumblin' Monkey Brewing Company. Make sure you get on over to Stumblin' Monkey Brewing Company in Victor, New York, right there on School Street in the Rochester area. Uh, They've got a lot of awesome beers on tap. You can get the Crowlers and Growlers and join the Mug Club and all the rest. It's a great place to go hang out and watch the games as well. Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, the Amber Ale, the Red Red Ale, the Amazing Sours and Seltzers and IPAs, they're all available. New beers coming out regularly as well. Visit the website at StumblingMonkeyBeer.com. Grab that snapback hat. Grab a t-shirt. Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company is the official brewing company of the ML Sports Platter. And I do want to throw a tip of the cap thank you out there to friends of the program, Swan and Whitaker families, Daryl Abert, Bob Lindsley, and the Alonzo family. So I'm going to spend this entire podcast on another what's next situation for an NFL team. Um, been doing a lot of outlooks for MLB teams and doing some you know fresh kind of outlook things as we are a few months away from the draft. Just as I record this, the conference title games are coming up, and then we'll have the Super Bowl. But, you know, the NFL offseason is obviously really, really crazy. And I wanted to spend time on the New York Giants because I thought the Giants this year were one of the teams in the NFL that came out of nowhere. 
I thought it was going to be a complete and utter first-year type rebuild. You know, new GM in Joe Shane from Buffalo. Brian Dable, new head coach from Buffalo. And I just looked at it and I said, you know what? This is about maybe like a four, five, six-win team in that window. Seven at the very most. I thought seven and ten was the best they could possibly do. And I thought they could lose potentially up to 14, 15 games this year. I really did. Um, wasn't sure about the Daniel Jones project. Wasn't sure how the relationship would go. Wasn't sure how much he would develop under Brian Dable. Um, but holy cow. And, and you know, the schedule, in fairness, before we found out that a lot of teams just weren't going to be that great, I thought the Giants' schedule was, you know, a bunch of toss-up games and a bunch of difficult games, really. Um, you know, there, there wasn't really one where I thought they were a clear-cut pick going in, you know, against Washington, uh, toss-up game. You know, again, Dallas was a playoff team in their own division. Philadelphia, Super Bowl contender right in their division, right? You got to play that's four games right there. Uh, Baltimore, right, playoff team. They beat the Ravens. Uh, the Packers, before we found out they weren't good, they had to play the Packers. They beat the Packers. Uh, Tennessee ended up not being good. That was their first game of the year on the road. That game, if you go back, that game set the tone. Because if you remember, the Giants they, the, the Giants scored, and then they tied it as Dable went for two. And that gave that team so much confidence. They went into Carolina. They, they went back home. They beat Carolina in the home opener. Lost a tough one by seven to Dallas on Monday night. Then they reeled off four straight wins, Bears at home. That would probably be the only one they, they would have been picked in. Although, at, at the time, again, toss-up because you didn't know with the Giants and a lot of the holes and new coach. and I, there, there was just so many factors in the NFL. Not a lot of offensive weapons. You know, could they get a pass rush with the defense mix and match with Wink Martindale? I mean, there were so many things on the table. They beat the Bears, beat the Packers, beat the Ravens, three home games. And then they went at Jacksonville and won. And at the time, you were like, okay, that's a decent win, I guess. No, no, no. Jacksonville ended up being okay this year. And they won the South. That's a great win. At Seattle, they lost. Beat Houston, because everybody beats Houston at home. Lost to the Lions at home. Lost against Dallas again on the road. Tied the Commanders in OT. Got murdered by the Eagles. Beat Washington. Lost to Minnesota. Heartbreaker on Christmas Eve by three. Beat the Colts. And almost beat Philadelphia in the season finale. I don't know. Pretty good year, right? 9-7-1. Uh, and one. Brian Dable, I think, is coach of the year. But what happens next for this football team? That's the question. You know, and when you look at their salary cap situation, um, the New York Giants have, it, it, it's looking pretty good. The hard cap is about $225 million um, for 2023. And when you look at what's kind of going against them, you know, there's a few guys who are making a ton of money. Two guys specifically on the defensive end of things. Um, and, and I don't know all the contract parameters for everybody, but Leonard Williams, um, you know, my gosh. I mean, he's he's making $18 million. Good Lord. Dexter Lawrence making $12 million, north of $12 million. That's, I mean, gosh, that's $30 million right there. And then you got Adoree Jackson making $11 million. Wow. That's 51. Kenny Galladay, 13, north of 13 million. Woo. You take those four, quick math, 30, 41, 54. It's almost $55 million, you know? Um, so we'll we'll see, you know, how, how it goes. Um, but they have about 52 and a half 
53-ish million dollars wiggle room to be able to go hit the free agent market. Um, and a lot of guys on rookie deals, including Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, you know, the big question is Saquon Barkley. I think that's kind of where you, you have to start with two guys. You have to figure out what you want to do with Saquon Barkley. And you've got to figure out what you want to do with Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, did he prove his worth enough this year for you Giant fans? You know, maybe for me, one more year. Maybe you give one more year to Daniel Jones, whether you bring Barkley back or not, you've got better offensive weapons. The coaching certainly made a, a, the, the difference with the Giants. And maybe what you do is you go out in free agency and you say, okay, let's go try to pluck, you know, a Jacoby Myers from New England. I think he'd be a great fit with the Giants. They need help on the O-line. It's still a problem area. I think defensively they could use some linebackers and secondary guys. I think their D-line is set. I think Kayvon Thibodeau is just a budding superstar right now, and you can see the competitive nature and, and, and how he answered the bell and, and answered all those challenges. You know, I think, that, I think the Giants have potential here if they can get a couple people around Daniel Jones, you know, franchise him next year, and then figure out what it looks like. Is it a continuous Super Bowl, not Super Bowl, but is it a consistent playoff team with off and on Super Bowl opportunity? And if the question is yes in both regards, and Daniel Jones is good enough to get there, then you probably have to keep him and pay him. Maybe he's developing into that second deck of quarterback play. I gotta be honest with you. Once you cut through Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert, once you cut through all those guys, that's like the elite group. I don't think Lamar is elite anymore because you know the injuries are kind of taking their toll. I think he needs to get into a system with a lot of weapons to get back to MVP form. And I talked about it years ago with Lamar Jackson. I'm actually stunned that he's been this sustainable because he runs around so much. Um, that was also back when I said that you know you have to have pocket passers. Uh, I was dead wrong on that because the game has changed so much with guys running. Um, you know, I mean, we have quarterbacks running seven to nine hundred to a thousand yards in a season now. I mean, Justin Fields did it this year. Lamar's done it. You know, we Josh Allen goes on the run all the time. Mahomes can run out of the pocket and throw on the run. Burrow, on occasion, can scamper away uh, and and certainly throw on the run as flawless as anybody in the game. Um, so you have all those things to consider if you're the Giants. But I think Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley is where you got to start. If Saquon Barkley is going to command more than, and again, he was healthy this year. Before that, he he, he hadn't been healthy. Um, you know, gosh, they, they really, a few years back, really, uh, really were counting on him, you know, because that was a high draft pick. <laughs> and very rarely in today's day and age do you see a running back go, you know, number two overall. But that's exactly what happened in 2018. And if you look at his seasons so far in a giant uniform, 2020 was really the only year where he, you know, missed significant time with the knee and all the rest. Um, you know, he missed 14 games that year. He missed three games the year before. He missed three games the year after. Also was getting back. Um, but in the time that he's been healthy, in the time he's been healthy, he's been great. There's no other way to say it. He's a great player. And I was I was tossing back and forth on Saquon if I like the pick or not. I remember when he got picked, my initial reaction was, wow. 
Rarely do we see that in today's day and age with a running back. However, I think that if a player, if a running back is that great, that dynamic, and can change the overall complexion of your offense, maybe you give it a shot. And boy, did the Giants at the time need playmakers. Then I kind of went back a little bit and went, man, they really wasted that pick. <laughs> and then, you know, and then you go into the rest of that draft and you're looking at just a complete and utter, you know, opportunity maybe missed, um, you know, with other guys in, in other areas, you know, especially in that first round, the Giants, maybe they could have traded down. Um, you know, that was Baker Mayfield, number one, Sam Darnold, number three. Um, you know, you had Brad, Bradley Chubb. A lot of people wanted Quentin Nelson. Um, you know, if you're a Giant fan, to get a bookend defensive tackle, that was a Josh Allen, of course, draft where the Bills traded up to get him. You had Roquan Smith in that draft. You had Micah Fitzpatrick. There were some tremendous defensive players. Uh, Leighton Vander Esch went 19 to Dallas. Um, you know, there were a lot of guys who, Calvin Ridley, who's an A number one, uh, who will be back next year. Um, you know, and that's, uh, well, let's face it, you know, the NFL you know, suspended him for the gambling, which, you know, brought to you by DraftKings, huh? Um, but, you know, a lot, lot of players. You know, Lamar. Lamar went number 32 overall. Nick Chubb was in this draft. Shaquille Leonard. I mean, that was a great, great first round. Great draft overall, you know? Really, it really was. Um, actually, Leonard was round two. Uh, so was Chubb. But, yeah, I mean, if you if you go back to it, can you say with a Saquon with Saquon Barkley being absolutely positively healthy as he was this past year? Can you say that the Giants missed on that pick? I don't think you can. I know that it's a huge risk taking a running back that high. But again, the playmaking ability, the amazing ability to catch the ball out of the backfield and make a break to the end zone at any time. I mean that's the thing. He can run it, he can catch it, he's elusive. They needed a weapon. He was a 2018 NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. And again, once he played in the league for a couple of years, you know, Saquon Barkley gets hurt, comes back strong, plays 13 games in 2021, has 593 yards. And then he's right back to it in 2022 with 1,312 yards, 10 touchdowns, right? Showed that breakaway ability, had a 68-yard touchdown as a long, had a 68-yarder back in 2019, 78-yarder the year before. His first year, he's had three 1,000-yard seasons. Three of them. 1307, 1,003, 1312. Pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. You know, and I think the Giants, they've got to figure out, like, if he's, you know, back to the numbers here a little bit, but I would think that they need to, you know, kind of see how much of a market he's going he's gonna to set because if he's north of, you know, 11, 12 million, there's probably no way that you can pay him. Although, if you cut people here and there, you free up 5 to 10 million more, and Saquon wants Christian McCaffrey money, or just below that, because of what you saw this year, the coaching and the support that he can deliver for Daniel Jones, again, all of this considering when he's healthy, which is another thing, because he might want a long deal, and then you're risking injury down the line. He might want a five, six, seven year deal. If I'm the Giants, I come in at him and go, Hey, would you be cool staying here for eight to $10 million a year for four years? You know, and we'll go back to the drawing board because at that point, if he comes back for 10 million or so, 
you still have 40, 40, 42, $3 million to play with. That's before you cut people. And then you can still go out in the market. You still have the draft. You can get some people on rookie contracts. You can shore up on the defensive end and Saquon stays and he's the ultimate playmaker to help with your offense. I mean, this guy delivers big time plays. You know, he has over 1,800 yards receiving in his career and eight touchdowns. So they got to figure out Daniel Jones. I mean, maybe you franchise him, like I said. Um, you know, and they got to figure out Saquon, and then they got to let the rest of the roster, you know, kind of work itself out. But um, we'll see where this thing goes, man. You know, the New York Giants, I like what they did this year. One of the surprising teams in the NFL, well-coached, Brian Dable, Joe Shane, right direction, new culture. I think the Giants have the potential to make some noise here, you know, for years to come. They've got some of that foundation set. You know, they've got Daniel Jones. Possibly, we don't know yet, but possibly as a franchise quarterback, possibly. Um, you know, and then again, like I said, you got to figure out how much to pay him. Franchise tag versus a, a longer term deal. Same with Saquon in terms of being a free, an unrestricted free agent. Um, you know, look, I mean, Devin Singletary for the Bills is a free agent. He might command, you know, between six and ten million dollars. You know, I would love for the Bills to look at Saquon Barkley if they could get him for two or three years. But again, he's going to want. I am assuming he's going to want ten to twelve million minimum, and you can't pay him if you're the Bills. You might not be able to pay him if you're the Giants. I think the Giants, you can't go over $10 million a year for him just because you have to bring to the attention of, you got to bring it to, to his attention, right? Dude, you still have had a major, major injury recently. We need you to stay healthy. If you can stay healthy those first couple of years, hell, we'll work an extension out. But we need to see two years, the next two years, playing all 16 or all 17 games. You know, we need to see that health back to back. We need to see you. Be Aaron Judge, right? Aaron Judge has been hurt half the time. He's been healthy half the time. We need to see 2022 Aaron Judge out of Saquon Barkley. Be fascinating. He's a great player. And if I'm the Bills and I could get him, you know, for eight, I'd probably look at it and do it over over Singletary. I'm saying if they're both available at that number, clearly, because Barkley's a way better player. But if you're the Giants and you've got ties to Devin Singletary, maybe you go a cheaper route, get a couple of running backs, pull them in, and go from there. But again, Singletary's going to want 6 to 8 minimum. Barkley probably 10 to 12 minimum. You got Josh Jacobs lingering out there. A lot going on. But I think it starts and ends with Saquon and Daniel Jones. Bringing him back. What do you do with him? How long is the deal? Do you franchise Jones? And then go from there. You know, pick up a couple offensive linemen in the draft. Pick up a linebacker. Pick up a corner. Pick up a safety. Pick up another couple weapons. Free agency and the draft. And the Giants, I think, will be on their way. ML Sports Platter brought to you by Burn Dairy, Welch & Company Jewelers, the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, and our great friends at the Allen Angus Pub. Downtown Syracuse, man, if you're in and around Central New York, go get the best darn Angus Burger in town. The Allen Angus Pub is the official pub of the ML Sports Platter. Thanks for listening, and hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports, and subscribe to my YouTube page, Mike L Sports, as well. You can find the ML Sports Platter on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram. It's all there. Send me some DMs. Send me some topic ideas. Send me some feedback on some shows that you've listened to. And be sure to download, subscribe, rate, and review the ML Sports Platter uh, on your podcast button, on your smartphone device, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Deezer, 
We're here for you. Episodes every day, Monday to Friday. Again, thanks for listening. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.